Wake up, wake up, wake up. Ding. What's up, y'all? It's Wednesday. It's your girl, Shan. What's goody? Get up. Let's get to it. Let's do what we need to do and close out the day with a bang. All right. Since y'all up and ready and I just yelled in your ear, what's up? We going to talk about financial sureness, okay? Money, okay? Uh, savings, all the things, okay? Now, I am in my 30s. Hopefully, you are in your 30s already. But if you're, you know, younger, even better, okay? Because the younger, the better. The sooner you can start, start. Thinking about finances in your 30s can be overwhelming as fuck because you never feel like you're prepared enough. You never feel like you make enough. You never feel like you put aside enough and everything's hitting you in your 30s retirement talk do you have a will um investments ownership your net worth kids plans marriage plans or whether or not you want to be married term life insurance or a whole life insurance uh i just you know watched the whole Um, webinar on IULs versus property investments. Like what is enough for the plans that you have for yourself? What is enough for the plans that you have for your family? What is enough for the plans that you have with your spouse or your life partner, quote unquote, whatever you call that? What is enough for you to live your life the way that you want to live your life? Financial wise and being sure about it. And that's what the hell we talking about today. Ain't no more, you know, my mom never, you know, taught me how to balance a checkbook. Ain't no more, you know, my dad was never around and never taught me about saving and, you know, a rainy day and I didn't know I was supposed to have an emergency fund. And, you know, I thought, you know, my mom had something. I thought my dad had something. I think my mom got my social security card. I think my uh, my dad should know where that is. Do I have a passport? I don't even know if I have a passport. There's a lot of people in their motherfucking 30s that do not know their blood type. Pause. Like, we need sureness like a motherfucker, but we need financial sureness like a bitch. And that's what I'm going to talk about because y'all been beating around the bush. Y'all been bobbing and weaving, but y'all know y'all got y'all head and y'all mouths on other things. But what y'all need to get y'all mind in is your finances. Are your finances in order? Are you sitting in an apartment, you know, struggling on the bills, Right? Why you have a $500 luxury vehicle in the parking lot and you, you're back on two payments, okay? We talking about financial sureness and making decisions that fit your life, not your lifestyle, okay? A lot of y'all fit in lifestyle and not for your life and where your life is at currently. You can get the luxury vehicle later. You can even pay it off in full, Right? 
But for right now, do you need a $500 car note? On top of that, do you need $300 plus in insurance because you need comprehensive and collision coverage? There's a lot of people in their motherfucking 30s that do not understand the coverages that they have on their insurance policy. And I be stuck. I'm talking about multiple vehicles in an apartment behind on bills but yet you going on vacations every month but yet you going out every week but yet you in the mix you need to find out what's going Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success on in the mix of your finances all right so let's get into it after these sticky notes i'm gonna give you this meat okay okay welcome to she gets a pod it's your girl shan i'm gonna get you right welcome back to the sticky notes okay this is where i get into my random thoughts okay enjoy both of your seatbelt i might say some things you're not ready for me to say but i'm gonna say them okay because i can this is she gets a pod my name is shan let's go A lot of us are out here painting red flags for people, green, for our pride and our ego. And it's not going to work in the long run and you're creating the illusion. And what we're not going to do is play with crayons and magic markers to not reveal who the fuck people are and what we need to do. Get it done and get it done now. If you need to remove them, remove them. All right? I've been having an issue getting knowledge on shit and then figuring out what the fuck am I supposed to do with it. Like the fact that it takes me way longer in the grocery store to pick out shit that I want to consume, that I want to feed my kids, knowing the knowledge behind the product and the this fucked up government. Because the fruit ain't real, whether it's organic or not. They put in nanotechnology in our food the FDA is fighting it, but we know they fought for not to have fake meat. But here we go. We got printer meat. 
sitting in there. They ain't got to tell us that it's printed, that it's fake. Okay. They got ammonia all up in our food. So they trying to put nanotechnology in our food, in our fruit, in our vegetables, in, in our meats, in our, uh, you know, middle of the grocery store processed shit that we like to snack on because we frustrated from work throughout the week. They trying to put chips and shit to fuck up our insides because rich evil ass scientists want to play with human bodies to see what it'll do. And we just in there eating this shit, buying the shit. They raising the prices on the shit. A lot of us thinking we have a decision when we go to Whole Foods or when we go to Sprouts or when we go to Publix over Save-A-Lot or when we, you know, go to Trader Joe's. It's healthier, it's healthier, it's this. Rich, white, evil, science thinking smart ass motherfuckers gonna do whatever they wanna do whether it's organic or GMO'd or not so if you like me and you frustrated like me you sitting back in the lazy boy and you just ready for the Lord to pull up because there's only so much that I can do I need to eat my kids need to eat and as much as I would like to control what goes in and out of their mouths in a healthy way these motherfuckers are GMOing the fucking seeds of shit. So everybody that feel like, you know, I'm going to start a garden. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Where the fuck you getting these seeds from? And if you GMOing the seeds and the seeds ain't real, that means the crops that you growing ain't got no nutritional value. So what you think is healthy is not healthy. The vitamins got fillers in it. Fillers that's not good for our body. How the fuck I'm taking vitamins to be healthy, but I can't shit because the vitamins making me constipated. Does that make fucking sense? So, I don't know. Prayer has been on the up and up. Um, hoping I'm making the right decisions. Has been on the op- up and up. Choosing, you know, how my family's going to eat. With these high ass prices and these jobs. Talking about, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm working for this company. And now they can pay us $15 an hour. Every fucking body in the United States needs to be making no less than $25 fucking dollars an hour. In order to balance out what the fuck they're doing. Whether you serve people food, whether you fold clothes, whether you work at a register, whether you work at a bank, whether you wear a suit all day, whether you sell insurance, whether you drive cars, if you're not doing anything life-changing, but you work, you pay taxes, the minimum price and amount that you should be given on your check on an hourly basis should be at 25 fucking dollars. Let's be real. It'd be such a slap in the face to see these jobs want you to do this, this, and this, and this is a requirement, and you must have this, and if you're bilingual, this is a plus, and we want to give you $13 an hour. Suck my dick. Suck my invisible 
dick. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? My kids eat like men. And they're only four and eight. Okay? If you see a lot of people losing weight this year in 2022, it's not because that was their plan. It's because they can't afford to eat how they've been eating. And this ain't got nothing to do with the president because we all know the president don't do shit. He's a motherfucking puppet. And this one is an old ass motherfucking puppet. So I'm not even going to get on, oh, we need a new president. We need to do this because we all know whatever happens in the United States will never be in the favor of black people, quote unquote, whatever that means. Okay. So I'm not included when it comes to plans that they have in a good way for the people. Because we have seen numerous times in the past couple of weeks that these evil, old ass, born in the 40s and 50s motherfuckers in politics saying that we want to do X, Y, and Z for all of the American people and those African Americans. So we still the ones over there. We still them. Oh yeah, that. Like y'all, stop thinking this is a team effort. This is not a team. We are not part of their team. We've always been excluded. We we have always been them. We have always been those. So until we stop like mind fucking ourselves and coming together because we have been mentally and physically and emotionally trained to not want each other's help, to not need each other's help, to not help each other, we have to stop relying on what other people use as their government and figure out a plan how we going to set up our shit. And y'all could take that how y'all want to take that. But I'm just tired of trying to be better, find a healthier option, um, you know, not go out my way to feed my kids fast food, not uh, give them soda, all these fake ass juices. I, I went to the grocery store and all I wanted was 100% cranberry juice and 100% pineapple juice. It wasn't in a motherfucking pineapple can in sight. And I can't go ahead and grab a real pineapple and, and, and juice it because the motherfucking pineapples are not real. So whether or not you're purposely making yourself sick by ingesting chemicals because you don't care, even when you care, you go and ingest the shit. Even when you pay $6 for a healthier option, it's still fucked up. So there's that. I'm just sick of it. Dear Publix, Y'all gotta find a better way to package y'all motherfucking parfaits. 
The pineapples and the motherfucking berries be all over my fucking counter or my floor. And I'm just trying to figure out why the fuck y'all haven't figured out a better way to package the parfaits so they don't pop open and bust all over the fucking floor. Ugh. Just so y'all know, there is no longer separation of church and state that has been the longest line of manipulation and bullshit when it comes to these courtrooms just so you know so have y'all heard ig's about to have subscribers where people can subscribe to your stories your page your life your information so you'll be able to charge people for taking a look in on your life and minding your business now, I mean, I can see where people who are very popular can make money off of this. But girl, if you work at the nine to five that you've been working at for the last 15 years, we all know that your baby daddy ain't shit. We all know that your house is always a mess. You got badass kids all over the place. Who is subscribing to see your life, sis? Sir, we know that, you know... Your dick is dry. We know that you, you know, you work and you work and you work. We know that you can't keep a lady. We know that you the lunch man for many bitches. We know that you cash up in many hoes in the morning when your dick is hard. Who is subscribing to your life? It's going to be a lot of people out here feeling themselves talking about $3 to let you in to see my story. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Don't nobody want to see that shit. So there will be a monthly fee that people can offer the public to let them in on their stories, their lives, and whatever else they want to see from each other. And I think like, okay, monetization, I get it. But if you're really not doing anything as far as like shows, podcasts, product, business, why the fuck do you have subscribers? Now this right here, Ozark season four. If you have not watched Ozark, what are you doing? If um, you're not into like mob movies or shows or drug cartel shit, um, shows that really go left and you ain't see shit coming, this ain't for you. But if you like me and you like movies like Casino, um, Scarface, Ray Donovan, um, The Shield, The Wire, and shit like that, uh-huh. get your ass on Netflix. Start with season one of Ozark because you need to develop your understanding with the characters. Bring your ass on into season four and live. And get all that you need. Because when I tell you the motherfucking last episode of season four had me in a chokehold. <coughs> Shit. It was so good. It was so good. And I was sitting there like, motherfucking Ruth. That bitch is not playing. She coming for necks, tits, and bits. Okay. Ruth was not playing in season four of Ozark. 
I was so fucking excited on my couch, in my drawers, yelling at that TV, like what the fuck just happened in the last 15 minutes of this episode? Who the fuck just punched me in my face and I don't see nobody around me? What happened? What happened? I didn't even watch Euphoria tonight. I finished season four of Ozark. I said, bitch, let me go relax my edges, wash my hair, deep condition, blow dry that shit, shower, and record. And maybe I might wake up two hours early before work and watch Euphoria. But for the meantime, I'm still stuck on how to fuck Ozark ended. So, I don't know when the rest of season four is supposed to happen, but I need that. I need that. Pass that shit. Okay? Pass that heat. All right? I did a thing today. Y'all know I'm really big on feng shui and shit. So, I woke up today. I went to sleep at 5 a.m. You know, TikTok had me in a choke. Um, Went to sleep at 5 a.m., woke up at 11, spread my bed, washed my face, brushed my teeth. Um, I did a matcha green um, tea mask today. Shout out to the sugar baby, okay? Look her up, get her products. Black woman, quote unquote, whatever that means, okay? Get her products, support her, and... I put up my mailbox. My new mailbox came. I put that shit up. That was very easy. Had to drill on everything. My my neighbors was like, okay, she out here, titties loose in a shirt. She got her green facial mask on. She got her satin uh, head wrap on. She got a drill and she got screws. The bitch is not playing. Coming for next. And I did that. I put up my mailbox. I thought I was going to have to ask my brother to do it. Because he came over last night while I was recording with Bet the House podcast. That was a good battle last night. Shout out to Sharice. Y'all go check out um, Grown Folks podcast and Bet the House podcast. And he came through with some curry chicken and jasmine rice that he cooked and shit. My, my favorite brother is a good cook. My mom's mother taught him how to cook. So he's a good cook. And then behind him would be like... My aunt Joanne, she makes these banging jerk chicken. You ain't gonna have no lips left after she give you that jerk chicken, but it's hitting. Um, and then my mom. Okay. Now, as far as like a lot of Jamaican foods, uh, I'm not gonna cook Jamaican food every time I cook because my children are very American. But at the same time. Whenever I'm feeling for like some goat, some oxtail, um, some curry chicken, uh, I'ma cook it. Now, as far as like stew peas, mm, I'm not there yet. Dumplings, fried dumplings, I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? I wanna be there, but every time I ask my brother or my mom to show me when they come through, they just end up doing it themselves. So 
Jamaicans are not like step one, step two when it comes to when you want to cook shit. So they end up just doing it themselves. But I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this shit out and I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, where was I going with this, y'all? Tell. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So I woke up today. Spread my bed, did the mailbox shit, had my face mask on, and I was like standing in my kitchen. I was like, mm, I just want to change the funk shui up in this bitch. So I put on my live, my, my loud music. Um, I wasn't taking no calls today for real, except for Chrissy, because you know that's my baby daddy, but she's not my baby dad, but you feel me. Um so I moved the sofa again. Move my desk again. Move my coffee table again. Move my suede chairs again. Move the dining room table again. And now like my house is more like this is this space, this is that space, this is this space. And this is an open space and everybody has room to do their own thing. I moved the island in the kitchen. I um replanted uh, all of the uh, the roots that I had growing in the kitchen so they have their own pots now I made an area for that next to the second door of the house so that's cool they're getting good light they got new soil they got new pots so they're gonna be thriving and vibing I Lysol sprayed down everything I washed rugs I washed sheets I washed clothes um, I got towels to fold in here and I sprayed down everything. I cleaned both the bathrooms. Like I cleaned the outside windows of the house. I cleaned the inside windows of the house. All the mirrors got clean. Uh, plants got watered. Like I was on my mommy shit today. Okay. The, all the floors got mopped. Corners got swept. Okay. The backyard patio got swept and clean, okay? I dumped a lot of old plants that I really don't want to come back next year. I'm thinking about getting like four big pots for the backyard instead of a whole bunch of little pots because I'm starting to look like a cluttered plant lady. And I probably will get a plant stand this spring. But we're not worried about that right now because until I get me some real loot loot coming in, I'm not doing no other spending like that. Um, but I say that to say, change your space and you're gonna change your mood. My mood has been really good all day because I was switching the space up and I was cleaning and I'm, I just feel very light and focused and I'm ready for this week. And ain't nothing about to piss me off this week because I'm not gonna let it. Ain't nobody about to get on my nerves because I'm not going to let it. If I don't want to talk to you, I'm not going to answer. It's not because you did anything wrong. It's just because I need peace. Okay? So that's that. Now, I'm not a frequent watcher of the news and shit, but I do read a lot. I do read articles. Um... I do research on things that I talk about before episodes. And slowly but surely, the system is revealing themselves. And people thinking that they have a say have no power. And those who have power, they don't give a fuck. And if you have not figured this out, 
You're going to figure out this too late. But protect your neck out here. Protect your neck out here. There's a lot of information being thrown and you need to do your research on if it's true or not. TikTok is also a place of entertainment, but it is also a teacher. And I'm not saying take everybody's word on TikTok verbatim, but do your research. Do your research. Because the people that have the most power are the most manipulating evil motherfuckers on earth. Period. All right? Now, I don't care what you do in life. I don't care where you're at in life. I don't care what business you're running. I don't care how close you are. Family will not support you first. Friends is kind of like give and take. And your people who fuck with you will find you. Collab with people who are not scared of work. Meaning, if you ask for shit at a particular time to prepare for something, they need to come with the details. Not, all right, I'm going to get it to you and you got to wait five days in order to get the shit done. Because one thing about me, I'm not going to keep begging to help you. I'm going to offer my help. I'm going to tell you what the time frame that I have to help you. And if you don't come through, okay. But you can never say... You don't have help. You can never say there's no one to support me. You can never say I ain't offer to come through. I love helping people who help themselves. I love giving effort to people who put out effort. I love people who are not scared of work, scared to think, scared to try, scared of innovation. So if you're in hopes of having anything great or you have a great idea, but you're not putting any work behind it, you're not doing any research, and the same excuse that you had two weeks ago is the same excuse that you have this week, don't call me. Don't text me. Because I always got shit to do. I always got shit to do. Right now, I'm still currently in a back and forth with my lawyer with this trademark shit. I just feel like it's just being extra difficult for no fucking reason. I feel like there's no straight answers as to what the fuck is needed. Because when I ask for an explanation, shit is not being explained so I can give them what the fuck they want. Okay, and I'm not mad at y'all. I'm just very frustrated that this shit is taking so long to the point where I'm in the email with this bitch and I said, tell me exactly what you need from me as far as what I need to do so I can get this done because this process is fucking annoying and I got other shit going on. And her exact words are... Yeah, so what we need is this. Bitch, I said that. I sent you that. Okay, so if it's in there, then um, I'll just go ahead and take a look at it. Bitch, March is coming up on next. On next. Okay. <laughs> anyway, 
sometimes you're just going to have to rely on yourself. Sometimes it's better to do your own research and get your own answer. And for those who are really concerned about really getting it done, they're also going to do their own follow through. Sometimes giving information on something that you thought somebody was interested in or mentioned last week is not going to help them because they're always going to look for a reason to tell you that's wrong or that's not right or I don't know about that. Okay, sis. Okay, sir. Try to help. Bye. Peace. I'm out. Like, what? What? I'm not a giraffe. I am no longer stretching my neck. The fuck? Um, lastly, before we get into this meat, and I'm tired of hearing this, I'm tired of seeing this as a topic, and I'm tired of people bringing it up as if that's the reason. Okay? Because it's not always that that's the reason. Okay? We can support, quote-unquote, black businesses as, quote-unquote, black people, whatever that means. But just because I'm considered to be, quote-unquote, black in the United States doesn't mean that you have a green light to be unfair, dishonest, or give me the lack of proper customer service when I come to your establishment, when I come to spend my money with you, when I come to shop, when I come to read, when I come to drink your whatever, when I come to eat your whatever. I want to be greeted with the same decency and respect as someone that will come in here that was purple, pink, blue, orange, yellow, beige. Like, why the fuck? Do you see the melanin in my skin and you look down and see the melanin in your skin and you just feel like you don't have to say hello? You don't have to say good morning? You automatically greet with an attitude? Let me tell you how this this rude ass bitch at Walgreens greeted me when I went in there to drop off my prescription before my surgery. So I went in there, I walked in there with Anya and I had just got off of work and they was like, they closed at seven. So I rushed over there and I walked in and I said, I wanted to drop off our prescription. She didn't say hello. She didn't say hi. She just walked up to the counter and I said, hi, I'm here to drop off my prescription. She took the paper and she was like, you know, this won't be ready till tomorrow, right? <laughs> Now, Walgreens is not a black business by no means. I know white people own that shit. But I'm pretty sure when they hired your bitch ass, they told you how to greet people who come in here to spend their money. Because even though I pay high ass motherfucking insurance to Kaiser, they don't cover my prescriptions. So I said to her, okay, thank you. And I walked away. Had my surgery that next morning. Was doped up. My friend took me to the drive-thru to pick up my medicine. Same dumb bitch came to the um, window. And she said. Um, the, prescri- the prescription that she dropped off yesterday is 12 something. Her insurance is not covering it. 
I said, Chrissy, here's my card and my ID. The total for your prescription today is going to be 30. Okay. No hello, no good morning, no thank you. Fast forward to yesterday. This was Wednesday. That same bubblehead, rude ass bitch that they have at the pharmacy at Walgreens did not give me back my license. Okay? Mind you, I was doped up, so I'm kind of paying attention, but I'm kind of not because I just woke up from him putting me to sleep, right? I go home, I'm drugging. I'm sleeping, I'm slightly eating, but I got cotton all up in my mouth, right? Next day, I didn't drive anywhere. I'm chilling at the house. And I was like, Anya, let's just go to Bed Bath and be out and return this. I'm driving without no fucking license, but I don't know that I am because I thought this bitch gave me back my car the other day, so I'm not thinking about it. Driving, cruising with my child. Um, next day, chilling at the house, chilling at the house. Driving, cruising with my other kid in the car, not knowing I don't have my license. Went to Walmart, did a little grocery shopping because shit was kind of light. Looked at my mom wallet. Because, you know, I got that long jaw now. Not the little one that I used to have when I was solo. I got the long jaw now. And I'm like, hold up. Where's my license? Why is it not in the middle? Looking, 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 looking. Pull, to the, to the, pull the card to the side after I pay for everything. Looking, 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 looking. I don't have my license. So I text Chrissy. I'm just like, um... I don't have my license, so I think the last place that I had my license was at the surgeon's office, Walgreens, and that's it. So it must be in your car because the girl did give me back my card. I remember getting a card, but I don't remember getting two cards. So she in Vegas, so she was like, oh, okay. So I was like, got into the truck and I was like, mm, I wanted to get tacos. My mind, My mouth was set on tacos. And I'm just like, she, let me just call Walgreens to double check that they don't have it. So she's just not looking for no reason. Call Walgreens, wait on hold. The pharmacy picks up. Thank you for calling Walgreens. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Dun Dun Dun. I came to pick up my prescription and paid on Wednesday. And I gave you or the pharmacy my card and my ID. And I'm calling to see if my license is at the pharmacy still. Without hesitation, the bitch goes, yeah, it's here. We got it. I said, okay. I'm going to come get it. She was like, you do know that we close at seven, right? Can you be here in 30 minutes? The way I wanted to stomp this hoe's neck parts and package them into a nice bubble wrap box and send them to her mother. Why are you so rude? 
Why are you so rude? And why the fuck didn't your dumb bitch ass see that, hmm, this customer whose information we have, first and last name, address, and phone number on the prescription shit in our system has left her license. Hmm, should we call her and let her know? Wednesday, no. Thursday, no. Friday, no. Saturday, no. Are you fucking serious? And this is why it's so important when it comes to, quote-unquote, black people and the treatment of people who they assume are us or look like us because of the color of our skin, that there is a lack of care, there is a lack of consideration, there is a lack of um, good attitude, good approach, the benefit of the doubt. When dealing with us or giving us quote unquote, what's supposed to be customer service that a lot of people that look like quote unquote black people don't automatically want to deal with people that look like them because of their experience that they have had with people that look like them. And I'm not saying all quote unquote black people are the same in treatment when they come to business and how they conduct themselves at a workplace. But the majority of a lot of motherfuckers today is fucking ignorant for no reason. And my thing is, if you don't like your fucking job, quit. If you don't like dealing with people one-on-one face-to-face like that, quit. If you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, go to your fucking car, check yourself, and come the fuck back in. Because I don't know you, bitch. I didn't do shit to you. But your attitude is why I spent four fucking days without my license. I'm just saying... There's multiple reasons why the majority of quote-unquote black people do not want to support other quote-unquote black businesses because there is a lack of consideration, care, good attitude, and honesty when it comes to dealing with people that look like you and me. I don't know the why. I don't know the reason. Every experience is different. Some people have never experienced a bad experience with quote-unquote black business being a quote-unquote black person in America. But most of the time, that is the issue. And, and I understand American quote-unquote black people were trained mentally, emotionally, and physically to not trust each other, to not want to help each other, to not um, reach out and hold a hand or lead the way for each other because they were punished for doing so. So over periods of time, over generations, it was like, it was harder for me. So I know I could make it easier for you, but I'm gonna make it harder for you because it's gonna make you better. Or I didn't have help starting my business. So even though I can help you with knowledge or giving you feedback, I didn't have that. So you're going to have to learn the hard way too. No other culture was trained to hate each other, not help each other in that mindset type of way, except us. You, I, I've never seen 
an Asian laundromat hating on another Asian laundromat or a Chinese food spot hating on another Chinese food spot or a nail shop hating on another nail shop. There's enough, there's enough money and space for all of us to eat. Italians help Italians. Jewish people help Jewish people. Okay, I could go on and on and on. But for us, we can't excuse the fact that, yes, we were trained to have the mindset to be against each other. But it's 2022. Fix that shit. I don't mind helping or shopping or spending my money in any business that treats me decent. I don't care what color you are, but just because my skin is a certain shade of beautiful brown and you have a business, but you lack the decency that I feel like I deserve with the money I'm spending, don't assume I have to do business with you. Don't assume you should automatically have my business because you look like me or you have the same skin tone as me you still have to come with your a1 game you still have to come correct my respect my money my time is not automatic just because you look like me and we have to stop being lazy in the way that we think when it comes to that shit because that's what's holding us back if anything we should show up more for people who look like us But anyway, I could do a whole episode on that. And if you have a problem with me saying, quote unquote, black, whatever that is, it's because the reality is in the U.S., when you see the word black to describe a group of people that were stolen from their continent of where their home was, it's under the presumption that we have no lineage or inheritance to anything because black is really not a nationality. Black is really not leading up to anything. Black is is described in government documents in the United States as, as being a dead end. It does not represent where your family is from, who you are. Black is was used as to describe property of people. So when I say black, quote unquote, that's why I do it. Because even if I say black, I can't in my mind imagine what your parents look like, what your hair texture is, what your culture is. It, there's no picture that comes to my mind because we are, so, we are so many people. We are so many ethnicities. We have so many roots. We are so much more than a color. Anyway, there's that. Let's get into the meat. I've been talking, y'all. When I say a bitch been talking, a bitch been talking. Sheesh. She gets it. Shop is open. 
it's always been open, but <laughs> welcome to season 16. She gets it shop is open with hoodies, sweatshirts, because it's still winter out here. It is still cold, it's a little brisk. <laughs> brisk. All right, the mugs are on there, new masks are on there. They even dropped new AirPod cases. And of course, you know, I had to try a little something, something, and I got. All right, y'all. I said a lot. <laughs> Y'all getting a long one today. All right. Um. So when it comes to like financial sureness, I just feel like we got to stop the bullshit and we got to budget. Because whether you're rich, wealthy, or poor, you need to know where your money's going. You need to know what you're expecting to come in. You need to know what you're expecting to go out. And that's how you're going to stabilize and balance, okay? Because if you don't know where your money's going, it's going to go. And it's going to keep going. And you're not going to be able to catch it. So stop bullshitting and get a budget. You ain't Rick Ross, okay? Money management is basically what the fuck it is. Managing your money. So, statistically, 50% of your money should be going to the essentials, the things that you need, day by day, week by week, month by month. 20% of your income should be going to your savings, and 30% of your income should be going to other shit. Does that mean other shit is like a yacht, a holiday, um, buying, you know, a whole sheen hall uh, closet? Wardrobe, no. The other shit can be, you know, life insurance. It can be uh, paying off your credit card, like all of that shit. A lot of, a lot of the reason why a lot of people don't understand how to get out of debt is because they don't understand finances. They don't understand how to use their credit card. Right. And in the age of uh, social media, the internet, Wi-Fi being every fucking where, and TikTok, you could talk to anybody at any time. You could get any type of information at any time. You can research anything. What it boils down to now is the fact that you don't give a fuck. You don't care to know. You don't care to get better. Because I'm learning about, you know, credit card due date versus the statement date. Versus when they report that shit to the credit card company. Versus, you know, your utilization, what balance you should have on there when they report it. How that's going to help your score go up. The fact that you really don't need 250k cash in order to buy a house. There are loans and grants available for you depending on what your situation is. You just need to know where the resources are. You need to know where the tools are. What are the tools? What do I need to know? You lack the knowledge. And that's okay. A lot of us lack the knowledge, but we can't sit here and be like, I didn't I don't know. I didn't know. Nobody told me. <laughs> what? You know what would happen to me in college though for those four years if I was like nobody told me? I would have paid for 
an F in every class if I was waiting on somebody to tell me everything. Saving smart is what we need to be doing for financial sureness. Erasing our debt. Stop wasteful habits. Cooking more. Reward yourself with luxury items that will, you know, stay for the long time. Okay? Not all the time, but, you know, like if I pay off this in three months, I'm going to provide myself this. I'm going to give myself this as a gift. Society wants us at 30 to have at least 48K saved. A lot of us don't even have savings. A lot of us has have over 50K worth of watches and sneakers in our closet. And an apartment that we don't even have renter's insurance on. Okay? In your mom's basement where she doesn't even have home insurance. And how does she not have home insurance in her own house? Because she's probably living on the fact that nobody told her she doesn't know. Nobody showed her. And we can't be in our 30s not asking important questions when it comes to our parents and what they have set up just in case something goes left. Do you know where your parents' deed is for their house? Do they have life insurance? Do you know what their wants are, you know, when their death comes? Because we don't live forever. We have to stop being scared of that conversation and have it. Do you know if they have health insurance? All of that is very important. Because a lot of y'all are living with y'all parents. It ain't nothing wrong with living with y'all parents. But you need to know what they have in place just in case some shit go down. How are you going to achieve the numbers you have in your mind as to where you want to be in your future if you're not looking at the numbers you have today? We need to understand financial sureness now. If you're in your 20s, great, even better. Figure that shit out now. Get you some life insurance now while it's dirt cheap, while you're in good health because as you get older, the way that y'all smoking and drinking and not taking care of your bodies, not working out, having heart issues, having diabetes by your mid-30s, life insurance companies ain't going to want to cover you. Okay? For those of y'all that's out there fucking off in your 20s, y'all records messed up. A lot of insurance policies do not want to write insurance for people who have felonies on their record. Like you have to understand the choices that you make and the choices that you don't make will fuck you up. And some of them will put you in a good spot, okay? The top six things you should already be doing in your 30s is paying off your credit card debt, raising that credit card um, limit when you can, when it makes sense, when you're using it wisely, Raising your credit score. Understanding how to use your credit card. Um, in my past jobs, a lot of other cultures would call in and pay off a full policy 
on their credit card. That way they have time to pay off the balance. But they never have to worry about not having coverage because the whole policy for the six months or the year was paid in full with their credit card. But a lot of us get a new policy and we pay the first month only. And then life happens and we forget to pay our insurance. Then we having a good night, we get pulled over and license and registration, please. Your life, your, your, your insurance, please. Did you know your insurance was expired? Did you know your insurance lapsed? Like it's, it's about the knowledge and knowing how to use your finances in a better way that you're not fucked up. Established emergency funds should be something you have in your 30s. Revisit your retirement plan. A lot of people feel like, oh yeah, my job offers health insurance and they give me a 401k, so I have that. Da, 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 da. Reality speaking, we are not our parents. Are you really about to sit at this job for 30 plus years? Are you really about to retire from this career right here? You don't think it's wise to find a retirement plan on your own? That way, if you leave this job or keep this job, that's not touched, that's not bothered. Life insurance from your job kind of doesn't make any sense because if you leave that job, you're really not taking that with you. So it's just like wasted money you were throwing at something that's not going to stick. Look into IRAs, depending on what your situation is. Look into IULs. Figure out how to use your life insurance money to pay yourself and grow interest. Figure out how to use your business LLC to provide you the lifestyle that you want without stress. It's the knowledge that we lack, not just the money. If somebody gave me $3 million today, I'm not going to spend the $3 million tomorrow. I'm going to be fucking afraid to spend it. Because I've never had that much money in my life. I want to know instantly everything I need to do to allow this money to grow. I wanna know everything I need to do to put this money somewhere where it's safe and good and growing and providing me a good lifestyle for my family and myself. I wanna make sure my money's working for me when I'm asleep. Working eight hours a day is not going to make your life great. Starting a business is not the beginning and the end of success. Revisit your retirement plan. In 10 years, you're going to be 40. In 20 years, you're going to be 50. And it's coming fast. 
have serious life insurance questions with your partner. And if you have kids and you're not married, have serious life insurance questions with their dad, with their mom. You don't want to be left taking care of five kids and your husband was the only one working and they did not have life insurance. And they did not pay off the house. You don't want to have your child's father pass away and now you're trying to figure out how to give your child the lifestyle that they was having while their dad was around and you and now you're a, instantly a single mom with nothing from their father to set them up in the long run. Stop being afraid of what's coming. Prepare for what's coming. I'm not going to live forever. My kids' dads are not going to live forever. My mom is not going to live forever. My mom has five kids. I'm the youngest. I'm the only girl. You know who she had the conversation of her life insurance policy with? Me. You know who she sent copies of her documents to? Me. You know who she told that she doesn't want a funeral? And she doesn't want any blood transfusions if she's in the hospital? Me. My brothers do not want to have that conversation. They're grown. I'm talking 40s, 50s, grown. Late 30s, grown. And I'm not saying that conversation is for everybody and it's easy for everybody, but it must be had by everybody. It has to be had. Too many of us got hella high-end kicks, cars, we go on fancy-ass trips, bags, etc., but we lack knowledge on how to grow our money. Too many of y'all don't know about a high-yield checking account, paying off your credit card balances and how that helps you, buying property, Airbnb something with a partnership. It's some friends right now going in six people deep on property. Okay? When you have good friendships, you build on those friendships. Tax savings accounts, Roth IRAs, regular investing accounts, using your credit card correctly, understanding life insurance options that you have. All wealthy people have these discussions. Their vocabulary is different. How they spend is different. Most wealthy people get more free, expensive shit and they're very reluctant to spend their hard-earned money on fancy, expensive shit. They find a way to spend their money tax-free so they're not really spending, quote-unquote, their money. They're always looking for a way to keep more money in their pockets but still have the life. For many of us, we spending more money out of our pockets to have the illusion of the life. That doesn't make any sense. More people are worried about their kids' outfits. You know, their hair cannot uh, look like this. It got to be this. So all of that becomes more important than their children's education. 
The white racist folks are literally getting a green light to erase and not discuss true history of the treatment of quote unquote black people because it's hurting their great great grandchildren's feelings. If the majority of quote unquote black Americans get reparations today, sadly, I believe most would go broke because of lack of financial growth literacy. That's what I believe. I don't know for definite because we haven't gotten that shit. But I feel like the money that we would get if we got reparations will go right back into other high-end, other cultures, families, inheritance, and hands. Because we don't understand finances. We don't understand how to grow our money. I think it's better. I think we're having a bigger conversation. But a lot of us are still resistant to banks. And I understand that. Through history, do your research. I'm not about to have that conversation. Um, I understand us not wanting to give our money and put our money somewhere in another uh, entity's hands. I understand that. But we are getting more aware. But there is so much to share with our people that's not being shared. There is so much to share with our children that's not being shared. Because my mother never sat me down and talked about balancing a checkbook. My mother never sat me down and talked about different accounts because nobody sat her down and talked about those accounts. My mom's Jamaican. Both of her parents are Jamaican. She grew up in Jamaica. Okay? The money conversation was not there. My dad was a businessman, but I was very young when I was around him enough to have that discussion. But I'm sure if I grew up around him financially, I would be more set. Financial literacy is needed. Equity is what's going to help us. Financial freedom is very important to our growth, to our kids' growth. Like being honest about the racial wealth gap, that I just think to make black people feel like they can go to work for 30 plus years and catch up to the majority of white people in America fairly is a fucking lie because most of our financial institutions in America are going to Italian families families most of those institutions were backed and created and started with slavery money but yet when we walk into the bank they're very reluctant but yet when we walk into a bank, they want us to have this, this, and this. It's the audacity for me. Like too many of us have spent decades with bad money habits, which stop a lot of us from home ownership, power, capital, running a successful business, a lot of other things. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And I think we definitely have to stop thinking popularity and money will stop racist motherfuckers from being racist. A better understanding of venture capital businesses is what we need. Building your business, 
there's so many things you could check out. Even a popular podcast that I listened to for the last two years, Black Entrepreneur Blueprint Podcast, check it out. Jay Jones, check out BEB.com, BlackEntrepreneurBlueprint.com, check it out. Okay, he has a he made a website where if you are a black business and you have products, you can put it on his website for free to push it for free. If you're tired of the news being one sided, go to blacknews.com. Like, there's resources out here for us that a lot of us are not utilizing because we're too busy trying to be them. Don't let that go over your head. Trust with black folks has been a gradual change because we've been railroaded so many times over time that I understand why the trust is kind of tilted. But I think we have to stay committed to our families because the goal is to prosper. Grow with your children. Allow them to have access to you when they need it. Allow them to hear your fuck-ups. Let them learn from your mistakes. Like we have to think about a lot of things before we out of here. We got to think about our goals, our budget, life insurance, health choices, property ownership, liquid money, assets, education, savings, changing our mindset. Where's our family financially? Where's our family emotionally? Do we need therapy? A lot of y'all still scared of therapy, which y'all scared of, the truth. Short-term holds, okay? Money you'll need in three, you'll need in three years. Need in three years that you could put to the side. Short-term hold. Medium-term hold. Money that's not needed until three to five years from now. Put that to the side. Long-term holds. Money that's not needed for the next five years. Put that to the side. Let it grow. Know the difference between high stakes, high risk, low risk, all of this shit that we need to know. Learn it now while the internet is free before they start charging us for the shit. Okay? We spend enough time on TikTok. We spend enough time on Instagram. We spend enough time at work. We spend enough time in our cars. We spend enough time on the shade room. We spend enough time on World Star. We spend enough time on Twitter. But to not know what we should know is audacity. To not do what we should be doing is audacity. And if you think somebody's going to come save us, they're not. If you think somebody's going to come save you, they're not. If you're waiting for a man to come into your life and clean up your debt and your bad habits, he's not. If you're waiting for a woman to come into your life and handle your financial books and, and, and be the backbone to tell you to stop dragging your friend along with you places, they need to stand up on their own because they're close to 40, but they, 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 but they in a roommate situation, but they're not helping you with shit. They work with you, but they really not doing no work. It shouldn't take someone that loves you and cares about you to tell you to put your foot down. Men and women, sometimes we can't hire family. Sometimes we can't hire friends. 
Sometimes we're going to have to let them stand up and do their own thing. You can still come hang. I still got love for you, but I can't work with you. I run a business. I need to make money to provide. I need help. I don't need friends that's going to stand around and watch me fail, watch me struggle. So when it comes to like your mid-30s, you can't sit here and be like, nobody ever taught me. I don't. I, I didn't learn about that. You know, everybody's giving out that information now. I know it's out there, but I need to look into it. I need to look into it. Week one, I need to look into it. Week two, I need to look into it. This year, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. It's almost March, and a lot of y'all ain't doing shit. February is in a week. A lot of y'all ain't doing shit. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. And if it's February when y'all hear this, you know, I'm, I'm on my shit. I'm very prepared. I'm three episodes in. I'm three weeks ahead. There are people right now financially preparing for 2025. But here you are still trying to start your year of 2022. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And when you have kids, I feel like that's what really kicks it in for you. Because if you think about it like, okay, Anya's, and you know, she eight now. In five years, she gonna be this. Her knees are gonna be this, this, and this. I gotta be on my shit. I gotta be on my shit. My goal that I made two years ago on a sticky note is I wanna be able to have 100K liquid to move and do whatever I need to do by the time Anya is 10 without debt. Now, do some people make that in a month? Hell yeah. Do some people make that overnight? Hell yeah. Do somebody make that in less than a year? Hell yeah. But that's my shit. That's my goal. And when I hit that goal, I'm going to make a bigger goal and a bigger goal. But if your goals are not big, then you're not trying hard enough. You're not thinking hard enough. And you know what? I'm not even going to blame some of y'all. A lot of y'all got to be workers. A lot of y'all got to clock into that nine to five because that's, that's your ceiling, right? And it's not a jab. It's not. Mm, it's, it's not that. Don't take it like that. 
but not everybody thinks big. Not everybody has the bigger vision. Not everybody can be the boss, can be the owner, can juggle, you know, six things at once. But if you know who you are and you know you don't have the personality to be working for anybody and you don't like people delegating your time and playing with your money and telling you when you're going to get paid and how much money you could spend, you better be working. You better be hustling. You better be juggling. And you better be doing your motherfucking research and using your resources and teaching yourself how to have better habits than you had last year. We need to have financial sureness or even discover what the fuck that is for us. But anyway, it's Wednesday. It's early in the morning. I've been talking a lot. I hope I helped some of y'all. I hope I, you know, got your blood flowing, got you thinking about something. But do your due diligence. Don't trust everybody. Again, everybody can't do your taxes, shouldn't do your taxes. Everybody can't write your policy and shouldn't write your policy. Research the companies that are handling your income and your profits and your assets. Do your background checks on everybody. And sometimes family just ain't it. No shade, but shade. Thank you for listening to She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan, a.k.a. Chantal. That's what my mama named me. Don't blame me. You can find me at Shambi Podden. You can find me at She Gets It Pod on Stereo app. You can find me at Shambi Podden on TikTok and Twitter. And if you're interested and you need a podcast journal that's going, you know, give you that kickoff for your podcast, check out lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, and put in the T-H-E-E, podcast journal and you're gonna see my book get that and start writing because your podcast could be it there's a lot of podcasts out here but we need you we need your stank on it i'm gonna catch y'all next wednesday bye